Hello, my name is Mary Ann Fazil, and I'm the manager of the Museum of the New Yano Colony. I'm here today to tell you about the Yano Colony as I see it. The only factor I know of that can successfully deal with and ultimately liberate humanity from the power As of money I see to enslave. Integral cooperation is the only solution for the common people. We do not accept or believe that the colony is the promised kingdom of God on earth, but we recognize it as one of the kingdoms of this world, and so far as we know, I have no fears that I shall fail to get three meals a day, good shelter, and good clothing nor that in case I get sick or crippled, that good hands shall be waiting to minister to me. I stay in the colony because here I find a free, happy home and comradeship. I have lived in the colony 12 years and never felt in all my life any better than I do here in the colony. And that without any I came work. down to Yano Colony on the first Thursday in January 1921 to find what in Sam Hill the people were doing down here. I came, I saw, and surrendered. I came to Yano because several years ago, I began reading socialist literature and became convinced that the system of competition was absolutely wrong and that socialism, cooperation... Through cooperation, I find working people can be self-reliant, produce almost anything, develop a new civilization, and secure the full product. I came labor. here to get away from wage slavery and to assist others to escape. There are very it. good people here, and I enjoy working and associating with them. I find I have social and educational advantages here that I did not have on the outside. I also have pleasure in my work. All I regret is that we all did not have enough sense to start working for ourselves instead of parasites a little earlier in life. Why did people join the Nuyano Cooperative Colony? Some came for the camaraderie of their shared political views. Many of those who joined in the early years were the same men who had been part of Harriman's failed political campaigns. Also, a large portion were brought in by the high-pressure sales efforts of fiscal agent C.V. Eggleston's membership sales department. Years later, Walter Millsap one of the original colonists, declared that it had been a colossal blunder to sell stock by the ordinary method. The agents, hoping to earn better commissions, were prone to making promises to prospective buyers that just weren't true. Most of these new members stayed only a short time before moving on. Thankfully, this practice was dropped shortly after the move to Louisiana. But the main reason the idea of a cooperative colony proved to be alluring to many people was in great part because times were not good. As Joe Perryman wrote in The Western Comrade in 1913, the cry of despair and the call for help is heard in every city, town, village, and hamlet, but their hearts and hopes are palsied by the ever-increasing roar of fruitless promises. Each worker struggles alone in the battle until he is overpowered by the very monster he feeds. From this statement alone, it's easy to understand why most new members sought the security the colony offered, a guaranteed job, home, 
medical care, and good education for their children. Many of these new members were single parents, especially mothers, who were drawn in by the comfort of being a part of a community who could help with caring for their children. Others were becoming elderly and worried about who would care for them when they were no longer able to provide for themselves. An article in the Yano Colonist by Doc Williams read, This morning the mail didn't bring me a handful of bills. There was no bill for my rent on the house that my good wife and I are using. There was no bill from the hotel for the food that we consumed during the month. All month long, I've enjoyed the radio, used electricity up to midnight practically every night, and no bill for the use of the juice will be presented to me. New members did not have to be a Socialist Party member, but they were asked to sign a working contract in which they agreed to integral cooperation with the Llano del Rio Company of Nevada. And it was clearly stated in the Gateway to Freedom that those who come into the colony are expected to work. There's no place here for drones, idlers, or parasites. So everyone didn't stay. Some left because they didn't like the leadership. Others were lured, lured away with the promise of a well-paying job to be nearer to other family members, or simply because they didn't like the food. Still others were asked to leave because they didn't want to do their share of the work, or they were complainers who constantly stirred up trouble. As we can see, over the years, thousands of people passed through the colony, but how did all these people learn about the colony? To advertise the community, Harriman purchased the Western Comrade, a monthly general interest political magazine which would thereafter be published at the Colony Print Shop, each issue featuring at least one article focused on the colony. Soon they were also printing a weekly paper, the Yano Colonist, which was devoted to the day-to-day -day matters within the colony. Each of these publications had subscribers all over the world. The colony also bought advertisements and submitted articles to other socialist and labor publications around the country. Wanted 100 men, steady employment for life. This goat belongs to Yano boys. Does your boy have this chance, or is he roaming the streets in bad Why are there company? no idle people at Yano Colony when there are millions of unemployed? Why are those at Yano today? living in the midst of plenty? when there are thousands in other localities who are unable to obtain the necessary Are you tired of, of the competitive world? Do you want to get into a position where every hour Every member an equal shareholder in the enterprise. Every worker to get the full social product of his efforts. As George Pickett wrote in 1932, as a result of the articles published in one daily newspaper, we've been snowed under with applications of people who wish to join with us. He urged all right-thinking people to encourage even more publicity opportunities. If enough interested citizens could get their local newspapers to give publicity to the cooperative movement as a whole, the world would sooner be thinking along the lines of the Yano Way. The Museum of the New Yano Colony is open Tuesday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We'd love to have you stop by and hear more about this unique bit of Louisiana history. 
or you can visit our website at www.nuyanocolony.com to read a text copy of this podcast and see our list of sources for more information on the topics discussed today. I'm Mary Ann Fazil, and this has been the New Yano Colony as I see it.